Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. All right, gang, welcome to another episode of Secrets in the Saddle All Things Cycling Podcast with your host, Sylvie Dew, sitting in beautiful and wet Chelsea, Quebec, Canada. And so this is part three of the four-part series, uh, Planning Your Training Season. And this one's a pretty cool one. What this, what we're going to do is number three, we're going to be working backwards and from our uh, goals or our milestones or the big event. So what I have is I have something really special for you today. Um, we're going to go back and I'm going to show you what a real year's uh, cycling plan looks like. But before I do, so you better hold on. And also this is a very visual one. So if you want to check this out visually, go to the YouTube link in the descriptions and get just go straight over to YouTube and watch this because you're going to want to see what I'm talking about. Um, so with that, before we get started, let's just talk about um, the free uh, downloads that I have for you. So I just added a new one and it's actually the template that goes along with this training series. Um, it's your training plan template download. So the place you want to go get it is go to askcoachsylvie.com. So askcoachsylvie.com. Go there. There are other free downloads, but get the free training plan template. Now, this isn't a template where you're going to go and put in actual training plans. What you need to do and what we all need to do at this time of the year, which is October, November, is to really sit down and go through your summer and your wins. And, you know, maybe you came across an event that you want to participate in next year. Um, also looking at the type of skills that you need to develop or would like to develop or would like to get better at, right? That was all of part two, where we talked about the, um, the three key workouts to get in and your limiters, right? What are the trainings? What do you need to do? What's holding you back from getting good, right? Hill climbing, suck at hill climbing. Well, that's what you need to plan and train for. And that, and really it's about getting the techniques and skills and where are you going to get those that's all in episode four, but <laughs> I won't keep you from waiting till next week. Um, I want you or I'd like you to go check out this other website 
And it's all in the, the descriptions. I have a winter coaching program where we focus heavily on the skills part and in conjunction, putting together a whole workout program. So you can choose one of two basic um, uh, memberships, the VIP, which is more coaching with me or just the basic, which gets you into um, the skills development and some other bonuses. But back to the training plan. It all starts there because putting together what you need and, and deciding, you know, how many hours, where are they going to fall? Things like that is super important. Now, I also have a free webinar that I'm doing. Um, you would have missed the one from this week, but I have another one November 1st and it's planned accordingly for you guys. Um, so in conjunction there is a link down there to register directly, but if you go and get the download, you will get an invite to the webinar. Because if you're that serious about taking your cycling to the next level, and it doesn't matter where you're sitting in the universe, sorry, on the globe, hills are hills, no matter if you're in Australia or New Zealand, or uh, I'm trying to think of like Arizona or Montreal, Quebec. Um, and bikes are all the same, two wheels, pedals, cranks, and gears. So it's, you know, how to use them. Now let's get into today's because this is pretty exciting. This is also part of what makes cycling coaching really unique. And if you've ever, um, you know, gone and inquired about getting some coaching and you're wondering why it's so damn expensive, because, you know, I paid anywhere from $100 a month. Um, I know some people pay $250 um, because it is very detailed. It's not like getting a workout, you know, a six-week plan from the personal trainer. That's probably the same thing he's, uh, you know, or she's been handing out to everybody. This is very unique. And I'm going to show you why it's unique and why it takes so long um, to put one together. That being said... I am taking some new clients if you are looking for a cycling coach. Now I do have packages. You have to message me directly to get access to them um, or you know, to set up a meeting and then we'll just chat. So that let's get rolling. So it's working backwards. It's working backwards from that goal. And I'm gonna share my screen right now and I'm gonna show you what this, this ginormous plan looks like. <laughs> because um, if you've ever um, had the pleasure of working with a cycling coach, hopefully you've gotten something that looks like this that you know nothing about. <laughs> but now this one, and because I was doing this, I actually went in there and started changing it up for me. And um, so there's two events that one I found out about and one I participated in this year and that I really want to do again. Now, they are over here and they're at the end of the summer. So that's not a big deal because, you know, I've, we've got all winter and, um, you know, typically we start riding our bikes 
here in the Northern Hemisphere, um, April, May, depending on the weather. Um, so literally it's one, two, three, four, four to five months um, before this event. Um, and uh, it's a pretty cool one. So this one, they're both gravel races. Uh, this one, Rebecca's Private Idaho is a four day stage race, I believe in Idaho. So that being said, travel, uh, United States, multi-day. Um, and here's a little background on me. So I come from, I started mountain biking before I road cycled. So in 2000, I started mountain biking. I also have a lot of experience in multi-day stage races for a both cycling and both adventure racing. So the longest stage race I did in adventure racing was eight days in Utah in the desert in July. So if you've ever been there in July, you feel me. Oh my gosh, gorgeous. Like it was gorgeous, but the gorges, you know, the gorges, <laughs> if you've ever been in one, they are endless, like miles and miles long. Anywho, so I am totally in to shit like this now. I just turned 50 and um, I thought that maybe I want to get into criteriums and I'm going to train for those, um, see how I do. But those ones, you know, are going to be around May, June. Um, that's when the race calendar starts typically um might get into some time trials but all of this is kind of gonna benefit myself over here so rebecca's private idaho is a multi-day and the eight hours is eight hours so i participate in that one so i know what it's like and i know what i have to train so that so i knowing that i have some benchmarks for my training and really when i think about that one this needs to be done outside more so when the season starts um, because it's punchy uphills um, and you know you can simulate that stuff so much inside um, but realistically hill climbing inside is where I'll, I'll need to work but punchy uphills is definitely um, what I'm gonna have to do for that one so if you look at this this is the big picture. Now this is mine. I will take you back over here, the yearly plan. This is to 2013. This was basically my last race year. And um, so these were my rent. This was my race calendar, right? And here's where I finished. I put all my finishes um, up here. And uh, so, um, so if you look at this, like my big race was masters, um, nationals, uh, was that road race? I don't think I made it there. Um, but I know that I did the Grand Prix and I'm pretty sure I did Sutton. So that one was probably me anyway. So it shifted around. So this is why you need to work backwards. And I'll just go back to my, my mine. So I have to do a little bit more research on this uh, Rebecca's Idaho for the distance, 
But I also have here is to do 100 plus K at least once a month. And I did that this year and it felt great that, but the thing is it was always organized. So I am going to do more research and work backwards. I don't feel that this is going to require a whole lot of um, big time training inside because right here, my biggest concern is um, just base building and getting stronger endurance wise. Stronger meaning like I can keep my heart rate at zone two, push the pedals faster. And that's how you get faster. So that's kind of my focus for, for leading up to this. Now, if I wanted to chunk it up, like this is a race series. So you've got, these are the, the weeks, the weekdays, um, the event information, base building, base building, base building. One, two, three, four, count with me. January, February, March, April, base building. So what does that mean when you're sitting on your trainer? That means your base building, zone two, getting faster endurance wise, not uh, heading out and getting all these badges for SWIFT. It's being more intentional. The thing is that when you get into stuff like that, you can actually reverse your fitness level by overdoing it too much, not recovering. This is where it's so important. And like, I'm not gonna get into all this other stuff because I don't really need it. This is where, you know, if I was working with say a client who is a younger racer who wants to hit a lot of races and be competitive, this would, you know, I'd be working more on this. So you got, so I was doing um, cyclocross, um, maybe main scenes at cross country. Like I'm not going to do cross country, um, because I don't do cross country. So, but preseason road, there you go. Like, this is like winter stuff means, you know, preseason, um, build flexibility. So this is, you know, the, the months from now to like April strength training, endurance space building so you can go faster without going in the red zone you know how powerful that is so if you're always riding intensely like way in your anaerobic zone you're missing the whole point okay i can't stress that enough people just don't think that you know zone two is a quality place to work out but if you understand what you can do in zone two you would be working in zone two all the time, my friends. So now, and down here, see active hours. So this is important. The number of hours you're going to do in a year basically leads into like what kind of athlete you're working on. So like competitive athletes are like 500 to 600 to 800 hours a year. So that then broken down by a month by week, by day, you know, um, it's broken down that way. And that's where you get, you know, all this. So if I work this out right now, it's way too much. 
it's I think it's like 500. 573. So I'm definitely not a 573 hour um, athlete. This, like, I would start adjusting all these times to be more close to 400, right? So a little bit more when you get out on the road because you are going to go out for those longer three hour rides naturally um, over sitting on your trainer for three hours. Now, sitting on your trainer you know, inside intense workouts, 35, 45, 50 minutes, the max, your endurance rides, you, unless you're training for a triathlon or an Ironman, you really don't need to go over two hours of quality, um, pushing on the pedals. So I just wanted to share this with you. It's working backwards. It's looking at your calendar and going like, you know, this would be travel and um, also your rest week. And this would be like, say you would like peak right here. And this, this would be lead up. And then this would be like your recovery. Um, so you have kind of like getting into your week, like easy, mid easy, hard recovery. So you have like that peak that they always talk about periodized, five hours, seven hours, 10 hours, three. Do you know what I mean? Um, so this is important. I'm just gonna say start. So this is kind of something you would, uh, I was just going to say uh, rest right here. Okay, so this is something that you would take and you would literally, depending, it would really depend on the events. Poppy, and I would just like paste all the way over here and then we make adjustments after. Paste. Okay. So there you have one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, four weeks before. So one month, no, it can't be over. No, four months before you hit that event. So then you've got, you're probably going to put other events in there. You're going to put your 100K um, in, like, say, maybe you do that every peak week you put your 100k in there with your other rides and then you got your recovery week. So it's really is strategic in how you lay out your program. Um and I mean we're not even talking about if you got other multi events like you know are you training for a marathon? Are you doing an Ironman? Are you, do you want to like still stick with your swimming? And let's not forget strength training throughout this paste. So there you go. This is the basics. Now I'm just going to show you quickly and then we're going to wrap it up. But this is something you should be looking into. I can provide, maybe I'll give this something like this as the next download. You can take a screenshot, but you know, honestly, 
there are so many calculations behind all of these template these uh, cells that you don't even want to try and recreate it. I was the, given this 20 years ago. So, you know, this is the best thing, you know, get yourself a cycling coach and you'll get one of these. Um, didn't use that. Here's another one. Um, and then here's like what, what a month would look like, right? Total training hours, they vary. Um, it's going to vary depending on your lifestyle. So you got quality over quantity. Um, so this is May. Heather, I'll just take that out. Um, and so this is a training plan that I put together for her. So Monday, the switch did Tuesday, Wednesday rest. Team training, um, pre-race ride, and then off to an event rest. Endurance, 62 minutes. So you're looking for, you know, uh, a certain amount of hours. You got, here's your specific hill repeats. Go out and do those. Rest, rest, intense, 90 minute rest, ride, event. Um, so that's kind of, and let me tell you, it takes a long time to kind of put that together. So, um, so that's why it's not, uh, it's not always that simple when you think, um, oh yeah, um, it's like, it takes like an hour a week to put together a good plan for the week for your, um, for your client as a, as a coach. So that being said, so I hope that helped you and gave you some ideas. So get out your calendar. Here's like your calendar, get your calendar out and start mapping it backwards. And if you need, do that Excel spreadsheet so that you know exactly where your events, don't forget family trips, gotta fit those in. And if your partner has events, you gotta fit that in too because you're on board for taking care of the kids. Um, so I will always talk about stuff like that. So as a mom, um, and I was a competitor, my husband stepped in a lot, but he also, uh, books in his three, uh, three golf, uh, trips with his buddies every year. So those are non-negotiable. They get on the, the calendar first, and then we work them around and then I add mine. So with that, so I hope that helps you now. Don't forget, um, when you go onto YouTube, if you're there, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Because if you haven't noticed, and maybe you, you uh, check around, this is where I put a lot of my fitness um, workouts, fitness for cycling, fitness for everyday people, um, my cycling um, workouts and cycling um, videos, the podcast. So maybe you want to follow the podcast here. Um, so don't forget to subscribe before you leave. And also follow me on Instagram and um yeah, just share this and put in the comments. Do you want to get a copy of that master plan or something like it? Yes or no, or just say, hey, I want the copy. I might add that as the next um, free download on Ask Coach Sylvie. So also remember to go there and get your uh, training plan template 
and register for the webinar that's going to go along with that. So you can come there uh, with your template, fill it out. If you have questions, that's the time to do it. So with that, have an amazing weekend and start, start researching some of those events. Oh, here's, here's, a, um, here's uh, something I want to share with you. Um, or it's, so January, I am going to be putting together podcast events, podcast episodes on events that are around the globe. So I'm super excited about that because I'm going to start researching some of these. It's going to be eight episodes along with my coaching episodes. And we're just going to showcase different places to like different events, different cycling events, whether it's mountain biking, gravel, road, a combination, um, touring, who knows. But anyways, I'm super excited about that. I just want to let you guys know since you're still here, but have an amazing weekend. And don't forget to share with somebody. Take care. Oh, I know I always do this to you guys. Um, we are closing in on 75,000 downloads. So let's bring this up to 100,000 downloads by December 31st. So please continue listening. And like I said, always appreciate you guys so much and uh, share this with somebody. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast. Learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.